I'm Ashley Dansby with Stagecoach Media and your local news brought to you by Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Marshall. Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Marshall, Texas is the place to go for all of your vehicle needs. Whether you want to purchase a brand new vehicle, a certified pre-owned, or maybe you'd like to custom order a vehicle that you make every single decision about, you can certainly do that at Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Marshall. Once you have a brand new car, and once you've selected the new vehicle, they will keep you on the road with their excellent parts and service department. That's Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Marshall. Check them out today. You can also visit their website at pattersonandmarshall.com. In the news today, Memorial City Hall has announced that all tickets for all of the shows in 2022 and 2023 are on sale now. You can get those by logging on to www.memorialcityhall.com or calling them at 903-934-7992. The shows begin Saturday, September 24th with Bill Haley Jr. and the Comets. They will transport audiences back to the very beginning of the rock and roll era with your all-time favorite hits like Rock Around the Clock, See You Later, Alligator, Shake, Rattle and Roll, Razzle Dazzle, Rock This Joint, and many, many more. Proudly sponsored by Texas Bank and Trust, this show will certainly delight the young and old alike. Dale Watson and His Lone Stars is the show I'm most looking forward to. It comes to town Saturday, October 29th. Dale has flown the flag for classic honky-tonk music for over two decades. A country music maverick, a true outlaw who stands alongside Waylon, Willie, and George as some of the finest country singers and songwriters from the Lone Star State. This show is generously sponsored by Mark A. Trexler and Mastercraft Woodworks. The special Christmas spectacular this year, brought to you by Verabank, is the Dallas String Quartet that will be on Tuesday, December 20th, an international music sensation where Bach meets Bon Jovi. Dallas String Quartet is known for interpretations of an eclectic range of styles, creating tasteful renditions of both modern and pop music classics, in addition to updated takes on more traditional forms of music. With the 2019 release of their fifth album, A Very Merry Christmas with Dallas String Quartet, they presented 10 contemporary interpretations of classic holiday music. Now, Jim Davis and Davis Chemical Services proudly sponsors Twitty and Lynn, a salute to Conway and Loretta. That will be Saturday, January the 28th. There's never been a more dynamic country music duo than Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn. Now the torch has been passed to the next generation, Taylor Lynn and Trey Twitty. It's a must-see show with Taylor and Trey delivering their iconic grandparents' super hit. Then on Friday, February the 24th, the Jersey Tenors, direct from Broadway, will be in Marshall. It's the newest opera rock mashup sensation that creates an explosive blend of the most iconic opera classics alongside rock and roll greats such as Queen, Journey, Elton John, and Billy Joel, just to name a few. They also will have the Jersey Proud segment. They don't forget where they came from as they highlight some of the Jersey State's finest, like Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, Sinatra, Bon Jovi, Springsteen, Cool and the Gang, and even Whitney Houston. Now, you might remember him from his last year's Wonder Bread years. On Saturday, March 11th, Pat Hazel comes back to Marshall with Permanent Record. 
Your permanent record holds the secrets that can dramatically impact your future. That's what Hazel says. Seinfeld writer Pat Hazel uncovers his own permanent record and a confessional night of humor, heart, and humanity. From his early addiction to card tricks, up to three packs per day, his recent divorce, living happily ever after, Pat opens the vault to all of his faults to turn a stroll down memory lane into a high-speed chase down memory highway. If you can't laugh at yourself, why not laugh at Pat? <laughs> Marshall Regional Arts Council proudly sponsors on Saturday, April the 1st, Grammy nominee, 2019 U.S. Artist Fellowship Award recipient, seven times Blues Music Award winner, and three-time Austin Music Award recipient, guitarist and singer Ruthie Foster. She's a major figure in the Roots music movement, and it is going to be a soulful spirit and joyous warmth show that you will not want to miss. Now, all shows at Memorial City Hall are presented in association with 92.3 The Depot, QXFM, AMI Radio Group, Stagecoach Media, The Marshall News Messenger, and 103.9 KMHT, with a special thanks to the Commission on the Arts for their never-ending support. Well, the Better Business Bureau is reminding people that QR codes are everywhere, but scammers are taking advantage. Here's Coleman Swartz with tips on how to avoid fake QR codes. You may not know what they are, but you see them everywhere. They are QR codes, and they're a great way to pay for items, track packages, and even view a restaurant menu. But they're also a great way and a gateway for scams. First of all, you never want to scan a QR code without knowing where it comes from. Always, always, always verify the source of the code. In line with that, you never want to open a QR code or scan any links that come from strangers. If you did not ask specifically for a QR code, do not open it. You also want to be wary of short links. If it's not perfectly clear where the QR code is sending you, do not click. And finally, think about installing a QR code scanner on your device. They can identify any scams, dangerous downloads, and even bad links. Remember, always do your homework and always look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business. With your BBB Minute, I'm Coleman Swartz. And thank you to Coleman for that. That wraps it up for me today on Stagecoach Media. We've got sports coming up next, your ag report for the week with Matt Garrett, and then incredible local women. Be sure to stay with us. It's time for Stagecoach Media Sports. Marshall Maverick Volleyball brought home a pair of wins over the Henderson Lions on Tuesday night with both the freshman and varsity teams victorious. Come out Thursday through Saturday as they host their annual Marshall Maverick Volleyball Tournament. Now, the location will be Marshall High School and the Marshall Junior High School. The varsity team will play at the high school. The game times are Thursday, 8 o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock in the morning. Also, Friday at 9 in the morning and then TBA. Saturday, they have a TBA as well. Ticket info is $5 for adults. The students are only $3. And again, that tournament is going to be here in Marshall. You are encouraged to check it out. The Hallsville Lady Bobcats also brought home wins on Tuesday after taking on Tyler Legacy. 
Well, a quick update for Thursday's Wascom JV game against Redwater. That is going to be, of course, this evening, but it is now going to be a home game for the Wascom JV as it has been moved to Wascom due to all of the rain that we've had in recent days. Redwater has a grass field. They don't have a turf field, so uh, it's not in playing condition at this point in time. The Marshall Mavericks also have a JV game this evening. It will be hosted at Tyler High. Tickets can be purchased online or at the gate by cash or check. Always be prepared for stadiums and gyms to have that clear bag policy. The ninth grade game will be at home at Marshall Maverick Stadium. Tickets will be available at the gate and they are cash only. The Marshall Mavettes will have mini camp in just a few days and they've got several different options on how your child can take part. Option one is only $40, that's for ages four through fifth grade. They will learn the show off routine, the pregame victory lines at the game, and they'll get a mini Mavettes t-shirt as well as souvenir pom-poms and photo snack and activities. You can sign up by going to the mini Mavettes Facebook page. Now option two is $60. It's first come first serve and only 38 spots are available. This is for first through fifth graders only. Everything from option one will be learned. They'll also be able to sit in stands with a Mavette for the first half of the game and take part in a halftime performance. They'll also have an extra practice the day of the game. Again, you can sign up by going to the Mavette's Facebook page. Payment options are a cash drop-off at the front office of MHS, a check payable to the Mavette Booster Club, and you can Venmo at Mavette Booster Club. Payments must be submitted before September the 18th. Camp is October the 1st from 2 in the afternoon until 4 at the Marshall High School Gym. Registration begins at 1.30 that afternoon. The day of the show, you need to be there at 4 o'clock. That is going to be October the 7th. That's it for sports today. I'm Ashley Dansby. I'm Ashley Dansby with Stagecoach Media and your agriculture update featuring Extension Agent Matt Garrett. Matt, I know there's a lot going on right now as we edge towards the end of summer and into the, the fall months later in September. Um, the Master Gardeners have quite a bit going on. Kind of give us an idea of, of what they're up to. The Master Gardeners are having their first ever fall intern class. It's always been held in the spring in the past, but we had quite a bit of interest at the plant sale this past spring. So they decided to offer a fall class, which includes 50 hours of instruction. And then once they receive that instruction, if they do 50 hours of community service, they become a master gardener. And we had 17 people show up at our orientation meeting last night and uh, paid the registration fee. And they're hungry and ready to go for the first class, which is going to be held September the 2nd. Well, I know this is the, the first fall class that they've had. Out of curiosity, is this the first class they've been able to have since COVID, or have they had one since before the pandemic? Well, the majority of the class, as we know, COVID changed everything from the way we buy our groceries to pay our uh, light bill. But um, a majority of the classwork now is offered online. Huh. So for those folks that are tied up during the day with their work, et cetera, um, they can view these recordings 
at their convenience and then uh, complete the community service and become a master gardener. So it's really, it's allowed us to uh, reach a whole different clientele for the Master Gardeners Association. Well, that's great. Well, speaking of other things going on, I know that 4-H is got a lot happening. Of course, they're going to be selling T-shirts and, and asking for sponsorships and different like things like that. It is a fantastic organization, and registration begins pretty quick. Yes. Uh, registration is done online each year. The 4-H year runs kind of like a hunting license. It runs from September 1 to August the 31st. Um, we're going to have our first countywide 4-H meeting here at the Extension Office on September the 13th, which is a Tuesday at 6 p.m. to try to get things kicked off. The t-shirt sale, I'm glad you brought that up. We're trying something different this year as the enrollment fee has gone to $30 per student. We're hoping the sponsorship and the sale of these t-shirts, we can offset that enrollment fee and that way anyone that wants to participate in 4-H will have the opportunity. If there's anybody out there that wants a sponsorship, I'd be more than happy to talk to them here at the Extension Office. Well, and, and how can they get a hold of you up there? Um, they can call 903-935-8413. I, I know that, of course, you'll always offer various programs, and you've got a couple of those coming up as well. Um, private applicator classes, what's that all about? Yes, in order to buy or purchase restricted-use chemicals in the state of Texas, um, you have to have a TDA private applicator's license. And in order to get that, you have to set through a four-and-a-half-hour training, um, and then that fee and application is sent to TDA, which they in turn send you back a certificate, which will allow you to go to a testing center, which is either in Shreveport or Tyler, and take the test, and then at that point you can buy restricted-use herbicides and pesticides. This is a big deal for our cattle and hay producers. Um, we've been battling a drought all year. We finally get five inches of rain. The grass is green. It's growing really well, and the armyworms are eating it up just as fast as it's uh, as fast as they can. So it'll allow them to purchase those chemicals that'll go to work quick and hopefully salvage it. Hey, madam. Yeah, absolutely. I know army worms is, is one of those things we hear about almost every year, and it's, you know, it's it's almost like a four-letter word <laughs> to say army yes. worms here in East Texas. Absolutely. They can do a tremendous amount of damage. The very first time I had them, Missy had asked me if what they looked like, and I said, to be perfectly honest with you, I've never had army worms before. And the next morning, she called me to the back door, and she said, what is the cat playing with? And I looked, and I was like, wow, that kind of looks like the picture of the army worms that I've been seeing. And I walked outside, and you could just barely tell as it was getting daylight, our backyard was gone. They'd eaten it to the ground. So they can do a lot of damage in a hurry. Oh, wow. I've heard stories, too, of people walking outside, and they say it's like their ground is moving because the army worms, yes. there's so many of them, and they're going so quickly. And that, that it just creeps me out just to think about. Yes, it is. It's, it's pretty crazy. You've also got some forage conferences coming up. Talk about those as well. Correct. Um, it's a it's a dual purpose deal. It's education, absolutely. But we also have the opportunity through education to give those license holders. They have to have what's called continuing education units. They have to gather 15 CEU hours over five years to keep their license current. And so on Friday, September the second, we're going to have what's called the East Texas Forge Conference at Gold Hall in Hallsville. It's a multi-county event, which includes Upshur, Gregg, Rusk, Panola, and Harrison County. And we have uh, 
four featured speakers that are going to visit with us on various topics of forage growth and how to feed cows after this drought, et cetera. We have a lunch sponsored by Legacy Ag Credit. So if anybody plans on attending that one, we need to hear from them so we can get a RSVP for the headcount. But uh, there's a $20 registration fee for that program, and they can pay that at the door. But we would like a headcount so we'll know how many uh, lunches to order. Well, I know I already asked you for it one time, but go ahead and give us that number one more time so that way you can get that headcount in. 903-935-8413. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. I appreciate you visiting with us today. You bet. I enjoyed it. I hope you have a great day. Thanks to Matt Garrett for joining us today on Stagecoach Media for your agriculture update. Incredible Local Women on Stagecoach Media is presented by Meadowbrook Funeral Home. Meadowbrook Funeral Home and Cremation Services of Marshall, Texas is proud to serve the community they love and call home. Voted Hometown Best 2022 by Marshall News Messenger readers, Meadowbrook Funeral Home and Cremation Services owners Melinda and Richard Galden put families first. When your family is faced with a difficult decision, Meadowbrook Funeral Home and Cremation Services will treat you with the care, love, and respect your family deserves. Meadowbrook Funeral Home and Cremation Services, where they put families first. Ashley Dansby with Stagecoach Media, and I'm visiting with Larry C.L. McDonald on our fourth episode of Incredible Local Women, and I appreciate so much you being with us. Well, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate you. Well, I, I, I'm going to be honest with everybody and, and say that one of the reasons you are an incredible local <laughs> woman is your graciousness. We have already done this interview one time, and um, I, I wish I could blame it on technology, but operator error. <laughs> I lost the interview, and so now we're doing this. is This is two point oh. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> technology is technology. Well, I appreciate you being with us, and I want to talk to you a little bit to, about you and, and your dedication to health and wellness. One of the things about you, first of all, you are a massive cheerleader for Marshall. I think that you are one of those people that if, if there's an event in Harrison County going on, you're there. Are, are you from here originally? I am not from here. I'm a native of Shreveport, Louisiana. However, I've been in Marshall, Texas for 14 years and living in East Texas 20 years. What brought you to Marshall? This job, actually. Um, I heard about the job back in 2002. I started off in Henderson, Texas, which is Russ County. And the agency went through some changes and I moved to Cherokee County, but my office was in Russ, Texas. And then the lady that was in a position here before me, Flo Jasper, uh, right before she retired, she encouraged me to apply, and um, so the rest is history. Well, I think everyone knows Flo Jasper, and she's done lots of great things for Extension here in Harrison County, and bringing you here is certainly one of those, so we're, we're glad you're here. You know, as a part of your job, you do many different things with health and wellness. Kind of explain what you do. Sure, I am what you call a county extension agent, family and community health, but prior to that, it was family and consumer sciences, and before that, the position was home economics, and light years ago, whenever Extension first started, it was the home demonstration agent, and at that time, the home demonstration agent would go into the homes and show women how to become better homemakers, and that included making mattresses, making quilts, 
um, making jellies, jams, salsa, things of that nature. So as time has evolved, my role or the person in this position um, has evolved. So for me here in Harrison County, I focus a lot on health and wellness. Um, every February, my committee and I, we do our annual Heart Healthy Seminar. I also do diabetes education classes. Um, this past May, we had a mental health awareness program. Um, but like I say, I, I consider myself a jack of all trades, master of none. I tell anybody, you are always welcome to call the county extension office for whatever question you may have. If you we don't know the answer, we will find you the answer. Well, I know that even in your personal life, you have been passionate about diabetes and heart health. And, and you always, you've, you've told me in the past, you've always been somebody who ate health, healthfully, tried to exercise and, and do those things. And, and you and I have talked before that we have family members, mm -hmm. um, grandparents that both had mm -hmm. diabetes and, and, and really didn't probably take care of themselves the way they, they should have. Um, and that made you really passionate about your diabetes courses. It did, it did. When I first started with Extension in 2002, they, um, they, that's when they first developed a curriculum called Do Well, Be Well with Diabetes. And I really gravitated towards it. Well, first of all, I always wanted to be a doctor. Um, but I feel like in this role, I play a more of an important role because I can show people how to live with diabetes because it is a manageable disease. And um, anyway, so back in 2002 and during this time, my grandmother had um, diabetes and, you know, and I would always encourage her to eat healthy. She was not always compliant and unfortunately she passed away due to diabetes complications. Well, you speed it up, I guess you say, yeah, about 10 years later, December 2012, um, I was diagnosed with diabetes. And, and it's so strange because I didn't have a clue. I really thought like I had a cold or a flu or something like that. But by the time I got to the hospital, my sugar was 950. And so really, anytime your blood sugar levels, I'm gonna say gets over the 200, you're pretty much in the danger zone. And so I'm just very thankful that I'm not blind, I didn't have a stroke or going into a coma, but I think that it's just my opinion. But I think because I had been eating healthy for a while and exercising for a while, you know, I was able to survive it. Now, you see we're in the year of 2022, 10 years later, it has been a struggle. And I tell anybody, um, managing diabetes or any chronic disease, matter of fact, even just losing weight, it's a struggle. You're gonna have your good days and your bad days. The important thing is that you get back up. You know, you have to take your medicine, you have to exercise, um, and believe it or not, you have to know how to manage your stress. Mm. Stress plays an, a big factor regardless of your health because a lot of times we do what we call stress eating. And when we're doing this stress eating, what we're going to eat? Chips and any, all the good stuff. And, and we do it mindlessly. You know, one of the things that I find so interesting is that you, you were telling me that you, you were teaching these diabetes courses. You felt like you knew the symptoms and signs of diabetes, and yet you didn't see that in your own self. I sure didn't. I sure didn't. And I, I still remember that, um, that fall season, you know, I worked, I went to my meetings, I remember traveling, 
and um, my parents had came in for the holidays and I remember I had just sat down and it was like get up get up and I'm like I can't I'm so tired and so my mom was on the phone with my aunt and my aunt said check her blood sugar and so when she checked it the machine kept saying error and we thought it was the machine no my sugars was just that high and I remember um, the doctor saying, it's so funny now, because he said, you have diabetes. I said, I don't have no diabetes. <laughs> but sure enough, I have diabetes. And um, and it's, it's just so interesting because I call myself always like being in tune and paying attention. I mean, that just really got by me. Yeah. It yeah. really got by me. And I'm, I'm glad that I made it to the hospital because... It's one of my church members said, she said, you know, you could have passed out on that road and didn't even know it. So, um, but one thing that I had to do in the beginning, I became a snacker, you know, a more healthy snacker. But I've always been good about eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But snacking is important because it helps your blood sugar levels to stay balanced so you won't experience the highs and the lows and there are times, you know, that I will forget, but I would set an alarm on my phone. Um, so now I don't snack as much, but I do keep my snacks with me mm -hmm. because I never want to get hungry and my sugar drops because it just affects my mood. It affects everything. And, and then also you keep a food journal, is that correct? Well, in the beginning, I kept a food journal. And um, the reason I kept the food journal, I needed to see what were my highs and my lows. Like, why is my sugar so high or why is it so low? Well, one thing that I noticed is that I was eating a lot of potatoes. Mm -hmm. Now, I would have never thought I ate a lot of potatoes. I ate a lot of um, rice. And um, my dad's from South Louisiana where they eat a lot of rice. And my mom's from Central Louisiana, so she likes cornbread. And if we have red beans and rice, we're going to have cornbread with it, you know. And then the holidays, I have to be cautious because we normally have dirty rice and cornbread dressing. And then if you have greens, you're going to have cornbread. And then somebody like the dinner crescent rolls. And it's like, okay, I have a plate full of starches. And don't forget the candy yams to go with the greens. I've come to your house this year. <laughs> You know, you had a dessert table, sweet potato pie, uh, pecan pie, and then the cakes. But then what I started doing um, year before last, I would make the little miniature pies and the miniature bunt cakes. And then that way, I'm not tempted to have a big slice. Sure. And, you know, you don't want to never feel deprived. And I think that's what messes right. up a lot of people with their health journey. Oh, I can't eat that. No, there's no such thing as a bad food. The key to it is portion control. If you can get portion control down and increase your fruits and vegetables, you got it. I, you know, you and I both are involved in a lot of activities and a lot of um, boards and clubs and different things yeah. that have lunchtime meetings. And we, they're eating meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have lunch there at Juicy's or wherever it may be. Yeah. How do you handle that? I try to plan ahead. Um, I don't always eat a salad, but I do. And if I get a salad, I put the dressing on the side. Mm -hmm. But I really just try to plan ahead of um, what I'm going to eat or if 
I'm gonna just say if I overindulge at lunchtime, then I try to do better at dinner time. And um, I just throw this in about exercise. Um, I tell anybody the, the pandemic was really very beneficial to my mom and I because of, we were shut in. It forced me to cook, which is good. I don't mind cooking. I just don't never really have the time. Mm-hmm. But when you cook. For yourself, when you're cooking at home, you have control over your sugar, your fat, your salt, things of that nature. And once you can get control over it, then you're going to eat healthier. And then, too, I had that extra time on my hand that gave me time to actually exercise. So I lost 18 pounds, and I think my mom lost like 12 or 13 pounds. But, I mean, it's just amazing when you take that time out and then just really do what you are supposed to do. And I know a lot of times, you know, we often say, well, I don't have time for that. Well, you can get up in the mornings. It's tough, but you can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I have a friend who um, is a school teacher, and she also does nutrition and and fitness Mm -hmm. courses and whatnot. And she has four beautiful children. And she says, look, I have a full-time job and four kids and activities and sports and this and that. And if I can get up at 4.30 and do it, you can too. And it is definitely hard for me, but I always try to think about that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. It's a challenge. But I tell anybody, you have to sit down and ask yourself, do you value your health? Mm -hmm. Do you always want to be popping peas? You know, I'm I'm the fan of, I think you can, I'm not going to say maybe completely, but some people can completely get off their medication just from diet and exercise. So you really need to evaluate your health, establish a good working relationship with your doctor. Yeah. And I think we've focused a lot on diabetes here, but of mm-hmm. course, heart health and, you know, I have Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. Just being healthy and doing those things is beneficial mm-hmm. for any of these types of, of ailments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Is there anything that you would add, any, anything you would like to say to those out there who maybe aren't feeling their best right now? Well, if you're not feeling your best, it's okay. But go to the doctor and get checked out and the key to a healthy lifestyle is of course healthy eating exercising taking whatever medications the doctor has prescribed for you and um and it's a journey you're not gonna get it out in one setting so just take it one step at a time and I think that's the key too is that it doesn't have to be it is a journey you don't Mm -hmm. have to you know you don't have to run a mile the first day you know right walk a tenth of a mile if you need to right and another thing um i I did mention was that oftentimes we consume a lot of calories and sugars in the beverages Mm -hmm. that we drink you know that's the um the fancy coffees um sweet tea the soft drinks and i'm not saying these things are bad but ask yourself do you need it every day do you need it two or three times a day you know it's kind of like fried chicken it's good, but do you really need to sit down and eat the whole box of chicken? So, you know, this just goes back to portion control. But I tell you, I've seen people who've really cut back on those um, soft drinks, and they'll lose weight like that. Mm-hmm. Join Stagecoach Media next Wednesday for another edition of Incredible Local Women, presented by Meadowbrook Funeral Home.